let's talk about the best homeschooling resources of the year. This is episode number 57 of the Raising Mums podcast. Welcome to Raising Mums, a live weekly broadcast streaming on Facebook and Instagram that inspires mums to live with purpose and intention, to raise their children mindfully and empowers mothers everywhere to own their lives and thrive doing it. Everyone always wants to know what curricula are you using? What resources are you using in your homeschool with your children? What would you recommend? So that is what I want to talk about today. But instead of doing the typical curriculum choices, I want to do my favorite homeschooling resources of the year. And the difference might not be apparent, but let me explain. So often on social media, on YouTube, on blog posts, we see bloggers putting out their curriculum choices for the year. And I've made videos like that as well on YouTube, curriculum choices that I've made for the year to come. But the problem with those kinds of videos is you don't know how those resources went down with the kids. You don't know if after a few months or even a few weeks, some of those things just didn't work for that family and they had to scrap them or they had to repurpose them in some way and find a different way to make them work. You just don't know how those particular curriculum and those particular resources worked for the family. They're really fun to make those videos, they're really fun to watch, Um, but this podcast that I'm making for you today is actually a look back on the past 12 months and what resources we've used that we still use and we love, um, so that you know that we have used these things for a serious length of time um, and we still love them. I'm going to be going through quite a lot of different bits and pieces, different resources, different curricula. So don't worry if you don't have a pen at hand and you can't take notes. I will put the names and the links where you can get all of these things in the show notes to this episode. So just sit back, relax and enjoy today's episode. So most of our favorite resources actually revolve around our morning time, our morning basket. If you're new here and you don't know what I'm talking about, I've made a whole YouTube video about what the morning basket is, and I'll put the link for that video in the show notes. But essentially, a morning basket is a time where the whole family come together. Children of all ages, we gather together and we read through books as a family. Um, So we pick books that even the youngest children and the oldest children can appreciate and take value from. And we also use this time for memorization. And what else? And we do nature study readings in there. We do history. Any kind of topic where you can work as a group, that will be done during the morning basket. So a lot of our favorite resources from the last 12 months have been in that morning time, in that time where the whole family gets together to learn as a community. And I think part of that is because we are learning as a community, but also because some of these resources are just fantastic. This year, something that we've done in our morning basket is we've actually made a folder. And in that folder, we've put all the memorization work that we do as a group. Um, And that includes special du'as that the kids are learning, Um, poetry, anything that the children are memorizing together. They do their Quran memorization separately and individually because they're all at different levels. But anything they're doing as a collective, we put in there. We put our artist study pictures in there as well as songs that we sing together. And that is one of our absolute favorite things that we've been doing the last 12 months is that we've been singing together. I am not a singer um, and we certainly never did that when I was growing up singing as a family. That's a very new concept to me. But 
One of my sons started drumming and Nasheed classes with Pearls of Islam. And I will leave their link uh, in the show notes. So if you and all your children want to learn how to play the drum, play the duff or sing Nasheeds, they have fantastic drumming school that you can join. So my son has joined their, their sessions, their classes, and he's been bringing what he's learnt to the whole family and the whole family has benefited. So he will lead the song, he will sing, he will play the drum and we will all sing along together. Um, and we print out the lyrics which are given to us by his teacher. We all have a copy of that and we all sing together in the morning. And it is such a beautiful way to start the day, to sing in praise of Allah, to sing the praises of the Prophet, peace be upon him. It's just a beautiful, meaningful way to begin our homeschool day. So. That has definitely been a favorite resource for the last 12 months. Um, And I highly recommend, even if you do not take classes, even if you're not able to at the moment, find some way to bring song into your home. Um, I'm sure that you know a few nasheeds. I'm sure that you can find things on YouTube that you can learn. It really adds so much joy to the home and it's just exactly the right kind of vibe and kind of atmosphere you want when you start your homeschool day. And those morning basket folders that I've spoken about, those are actually a new addition to our homeschool as well. Before we had the folders, when it was morning basket time, we would just gather together all the books that we were reading from, all the different poetry books or books of du'as or whatever it might be, gather them together, find the relevant pages, uh, bookmark things with post-it notes, and we would do it that way. And that worked fine. But what is fantastic about having it all together in a folder is that each of the children have their own copy. Each of the children have their own copy that they can hold in their hands and look at themselves, which has been really helpful especially for my visual learners. A few of my kids learn visually. So it is not enough for them to hear the poetry or hear the du'as being said aloud. They need to actually see it as they're reciting it or reading it. So having their own copy each has been really helpful. It also just speeds things up in the morning. Uh, We have a toddler at home. And so anything that can just minimize the chaos is always a win. One of the other things that goes into that folder are our picture study prints. A picture study print is essentially a printout of a work of art. So this term we've been looking at the artist Turner. And so we have prints of his works of art. But actually this year, instead of using large prints, the children have been using postcards and we've been putting the postcards of those work of art, works of arts, into their folders. So each of them have a copy. And previously we were using large books that had the works of art in them or calendars and those do have their benefits as well and we may go back to that. But what's really nice, just with all the other things I mentioned, is with the postcards is that each child can have their own copy. We're at a stage in our homeschool life, the children are at that age where they do squabble, they do bicker about things. And it's nice just to minimize the possibility of a fight by everybody having their own copy of everything. It's fantastic. I got my postcards from the National Gallery. I've seen them on eBay as well. You may be able to find them on Amazon. Um, But they are a really great addition to our homeschool this year. So before we move on to the rest of my favourite homeschooling resources of the year, I just want to pause for a quick break. 
and a quick message from Nori, who is one of the lovely and amazing homeschooling mums inside my homeschooling course, Launch Your Homeschool. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, my name is Nori Bibi and uh, I am based in the US. Uh, I am a Brit living in the in New York and um, I wanted to share my experience of uh, the Launch Your Homeschool course with you all. Um, and I knew that I wanted to homeschool my children from quite an early sort of stage when they were younger. So I spent about a year trying to research, look for resources. I spent random bits of money buying curriculums and offers and like I was just utterly utterly drowning in information and confusion do I do Wardorf do I do Montessori do I, I just didn't know where to begin and so I attempted to start my homeschooling on my own and I'm not even gonna lie I crashed and burned within like a few weeks it just all fell apart um, so the course is honestly it is the best money I have spent in a very very long time um, it really is worth every single penny that you spend on it because you get so much more, uh, so much out of it, to be honest. Uh, it is not just a course about homeschooling. To me, I feel like it is a course that gives you the secrets of successful motherhood, successful time management, successful education and relationship with your children. There are lots of other courses out there, but this one, what it does is it incorporates like the Islamic principles and values into it which is really important for me and part of the reason why I'm homeschooling my children. One of the things I utterly utterly loved and benefited from and it has changed my life and I'm not exaggerating is her time management module because she has some amazing well thought out systems and um, so I find that I have more time for myself I find that I know what I'm doing with my children I can't think of a single favourite part of this course, literally I was dancing through the whole thing because it really helped me to focus, it helped me to prioritise, it helped me to work out what I'm teaching my children and it, it's a mindset, she helped me have like a shift in my mindset of how I view homeschooling. So I just want to say to anybody who's thinking about homeschooling, do not hesitate to invest in doing a course with Sister Gemma because you will get far more than you think you're going to get out of this course. Thank you so much for that testimonial, Nori, and you'll be glad to know that Launch Your Homeschool is opening up enrolment again at the end of January 2022. You can put your name down on the waiting list now. I'll leave the link for that in the show notes. So during, during our morning basket, we do read aloud a lot of different books, history, geography, nature, law, one book stands out as a favourite for the last 12 months, and that is a book that I never heard previously, um, but I, in my research of Charlotte Mason and all the different groups that are online, I came across a book called The River Song by Alison Morgan. And this is a book that I would categorise as nature law or nature tales. And it's the story of birds here in the UK and the adventures they go on. It surprised me how much I'd enjoyed the book and how much the children learnt about the British countryside, the native birds we have here. And it was just a really enjoyable book. So that is The River Song by Alison Morgan. Individually, the children do their own reading. So we have a few favourites that have stood out. Uh, and this year, my eldest son who is 11. He's really been enjoying the Harry Potter series um, and he's also really enjoyed the Chronicles of Narnia. My nine-year-old son has really been enjoying the Hardy Boys series, which is a detective 
uh, a detective series for his age. And my daughter, who is seven, has really enjoyed the Magic Treehouse series as well. They've read a whole variety of different books, not just them, but I think those particular books stood out as favourites this year. Now, in maths, we've been doing something a little bit different with my daughter, who's seven. Before, we were using Math Mammoth, and I still love Math Mammoth. I still use it with my boys. I think it's a fantastic math curriculum that you should definitely look into. But with my seven-year-old daughter, we were actually sent the Math Seeds workbooks. Now, I was familiar with Math Seeds before. If you don't already know, they have an online program that teaches maths um, through loads of interactive lessons and games, and it's fantastic. I didn't know that they had workbooks, and these were sent to me for free by Math Seeds, and we started them, and my daughter loves them. I, and she loves the fact that they align with what she's doing on the computer. And so we've got into a really good rhythm now and routine where, we'll, where we will work through what's in the book. And then she will do the lesson on the computer. Then we'll go back to the book and then go back to the computer. And we really like that variety. And she seems to be learning much quicker that way. I still do like Math, math Mammoth. Um, but... For right, for right now, we are sticking with Math Seeds because I see how well she's progressing. So they offer workbooks up to year two, which is first grade in the US. And if you have younger children, I would definitely recommend you check that out. I have done a review on those workbooks and I will leave the link for that in the show notes. Really, really impressed. I was so impressed with those books, so impressed with the program generally. Um, and it was just, it's been a real joy and blessing to have that as part of our homeschool. When people talk about homeschooling, think about what home education means, they typically think about what you do in the home. But actually, one of our favorite quote unquote resources of the last 12 months has been the, the things, the activities that we've been doing outside of the home on a regular basis. We are fortunate enough to have a stables not too far away. The children have been doing horse riding lessons. The children go for um, Brazilian jiu-jitsu lessons as well. Um, we have swimming, uh, a swimming club as well, not too far away. They've also recently joined Scouts, which, did they just do some fantastic activities together with them? So all in all, we're really happy with the extracurriculars that we've been able to bring into our homeschool and to our, our daily and weekly routine. What's been most insightful about the whole experience is the way that these activities help to shape my children's character, the interactions that they have, the way it pushes them out of their comfort zone, the way they learn to interact with, with other people from different walks of life. And if I'm completely honest, it has been incredibly helpful for me as well to have those regular periods in the week where I am getting out of the house, where I am getting to talk to other grown-ups and other human beings other than my children. Homeschooling can be very lonely. And that is actually going to be the, the topic of next week's podcast episode, inshallah, is about loneliness. And so having those enforced times where I have to get out of the house, I have to talk to other mums, um, and, and make conversation. And it's been incredibly helpful and healing to me as well. So inshallah, those activities will continue. Um, the, the risk always is with extracurricular activities, activities that you do outside of the home is that you overdo it. So just be wary of that. You don't want to put so much pressure on yourself to do the things outside of the home that what is going on inside of the home suffers. 
that's all I'd say to that. But if you can find the right balance, it is a wonderful education that you can provide for your children where you have a lot of learning going on in the home and great wholesome experiences going on outside of the home as well. And a really big highlight of the last 12 months has to be Ramadan. In Ramadan, our Muslim homeschool hosted a Ramadan book club. It was phenomenal. We had thousands, I think over 4,000 families joined that book club. And every week we would read a Islamic children's book together. There would be activities that we sent out to go along with the book. And then at the end of the week, the author who wrote that specific book would hop on a call live and get to read that book aloud to the children. The children could ask questions. And we did that for four separate books during Ramadan. It was a wonderful experience and the children really enjoyed that. They learned a lot and it was nice to, for them to feel part of that community and to see kids from all over the world celebrating and doing the same activities that they were doing at home. Uh, we have, you know, people from all over the world, from uh, Malaysia, America, Australia, all over the place, sent in photographs of the things they were doing with their children during the book club. And it was just a, a magical experience. So inshallah, we'll be doing that again this coming Ramadan. So it's December now. So Ramadan is in about three months time. I hope that you will join us next Ramadan for our book club. I'll leave a link in the show notes if you want to pop your name down for that. And then nearer the time, you'll get sent all the information. It's completely free to join. Alhamdulillah, it's completely free. And it's such an incredible experience for your children. Finally... I think that it goes really without saying that in order to homeschool well, you have to develop as a mum. You have to engage in your own form of teacher training. If you're going to be in charge and take responsibility for your children's education, you have to take responsibility for your own education. And so something that has been very helpful for me in my own teacher training, as it were, is keeping a book log. Uh, in the past, I've used all kinds of different methods to monitor what I'm studying, making notes in various forms, using online things, all kinds of stuff I've tried. But as is often the case, I have found that the simplest things work the best for me. And so this year, I've actually been doing a book log, which is simply a notebook that has the date, the title of the book, and how many, you know, five-star rating, what the five-star rating is. And I've been just keeping track of what I'm reading. That very simple act of making a note of what books I'm reading has helped me to see where there might be gaps in my own learning. It's also a big motivation for me to keep adding books onto that list. It's, you know, it gives you a kick, doesn't it, to put on an extra title on there. So just flicking through the book, I can see that I've read quite a lot of nonfiction this year. I would say more nonfiction than fiction, but more fiction than usual. I'm typically, I don't read a lot of fiction usually, but I can see that this year I have read more. And I think this is probably due to the fact that I've started this book log. My total so far, so we're on the 29th of December as I'm recording this, I've read 48 books this year, mashallah. And that, I think that's probably the most I've ever read in one year, barring perhaps when I was a kid. But I mean, that for me is a real achievement. Now, not all of these books are highly intellectual or anything like that, but it's still 
working that muscle of helping you to read, helping you to learn more. Um, and a lot of those books are to do with education and or specifically about homeschooling. Alongside the star rating that I give each book, if a book really stands out to me as being really exceptional, I'll give it a little heart. And there are three books this year that, that I've given hearts to. One of them is The Dutch House by Anne Patchett. That's a fiction book absolutely fantastic if you like to read fiction. I definitely recommend that. The second book that I gave a heart to is For the Children's Sake by Susan Schaefer Macaulay. This is a book about home education, specifically about the Charlotte Mason philosophy. And we read this in our book club. My online homeschooling course, Launch Your Homeschool, has a book club. And every few months we read through a new book about home education. So this was one of the books that we read together as a community. If you are interested in homeschooling, this is probably one of the best books you can pick up. It's called For the Children's Sake by Susan Schaefer Macaulay. And the final book that I gave a little heart to is a book of Sira. It's called Mohammed, peace be upon him, Messenger to Mankind by Sheikh Nur al-Din Itzer. And this is a fantastic book for a summary of the Prophet, peace be upon him's life. I think children could read it. I really enjoyed it. I think I read it during Rabi al-Awwal and I will put the link for that uh, in the show notes below. Being able to read well, reading widely, it impacts on how you educate your children. You know, my, for myself, being more familiar with the seerah of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, helps me to teach that to my own children. Learning more about the Charlotte Mason philosophy um, and reading home education books helps me to improve my own skills and just gives me some inspiration and lifts me up on those days where I might be having a bad week. So I think that if you don't already have a habit of reading, it would be a great time to start. As we're moving into the new year, pick up one of those books that you've been meaning to read for a while, um, something that excites you, something that you can't wait to read, but for whatever reason you haven't started yet. If you don't read and you find it a struggle, then think about getting audiobooks. Audible always have a free trial on. I'll put a link for it down below. You can have a free 30-day trial. I think you get at least one free audiobook, possibly even two. Um, and you can start reading like that. Listen to an audiobook while you're doing the dishes, while you're driving the car, whatever it might be. It's a fantastic way to continue your own education while you educate your children as well. So I hope that you have found that helpful. Um, it's always nice to go back and review your year as a whole, what's worked for you, what hasn't worked for you. And so I encourage you to do the same. Get, you know, to get five minutes of your day free, sit down with a notebook and a cup of coffee and have a little think. What's worked really well for you the last 12 months in your homeschool and make a note of it. While you're there, you could think about what's not working um, and make a note of that. But, but at this time of the year, focus on the positive as much as possible. Focus on what's worked for your kids, where they're thriving, what resources went down really well. And I'd love to know, please, you know, share that list with me. You can find me on social media, Our Muslim Homeschool on Instagram and on Facebook, or you can send me an email. Um, I would love to have, I'd love to know what made your favorite resources of 2021, what made your list. And as usual, if you found this episode helpful and useful in any way, 
please give it a five-star rating wherever you are listening to this podcast episode and share it with your friends. All right. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I'll be back with another episode next week, inshallah. Have a great week. Assalamu alaikum. Bye.